0: How on earth did it get round to Christmas again? In this episode, I look back at what's been happening in 2018 and have a little think about the future of this podcast. Welcome to episode 196 of the Marketing and Finance Podcast. This is the podcast for ideas and inspiration on marketing your business and growing your business and for discussing topics on all things finance. I'm Roger Edwards, a marketing guy and keynote speaker from Edinburgh. Talk to me if you want to cut the BS and the complexity from your marketing strategy. Hey folks and welcome to the Marketing and Finance Podcast. Thank you, as always, for downloading or streaming the show. I really do appreciate you taking the time to plugging me and my guests into your earphones This week, it's me and the mic, and I thought I'd have a look back at what's been happening in 2018 from the point of view of my own business and from the point of view of the Marketing and Finance podcast, and I want to explore with you where the podcast might go in future, and I'd really like your input, your ideas, and your feedback on the Marketing and Finance podcast so I can put a plan together and stopping doing the Marketing and Finance Podcast is a possibility. So let's work together to decide where the future lies for the Marketing and Finance Podcast. But before we get to that, I thought I'd just reflect a little on what's been happening to me in 2018 and how my business is doing. Now, it's nearly six years since I left big corporate, as I was like to call it, and, and left to set up my own business as a marketing consultant. And the consultancy side of the business is going well. I have a couple of long-term clients and I've enjoyed a few fairly meaty projects this year, most of which revolve around putting together simple marketing strategies. <laughs> it's funny... One of the first conversations I usually have with prospective clients starts along the lines of them asking me, can you help us with our Twitter marketing? Or can you help us with our email marketing? Or, or can you just help us with our marketing? And my usual answer to that question is obviously I'd love to help you, but can you tell me about your marketing strategy? <laughs> and I have to admit that sometimes when I use the S word, the strategy word, sometimes I get the door slammed in my face. It's almost as if people don't want to talk about strategy. It's if they just want to dive straight in and start doing that communication, start doing Twitter, start doing email, start doing video, start doing whatever it is. But I'm an absolute stickler. You can't Dive into the tactics of communication until you've put together the strategy. And some people get it, and those are the clients that I love to work with. Because once you've put together a marketing strategy, then you can make sure that that communication, again, whether it's Twitter, email social media, video, whatever it is, you can make it much more successful. You can use it to grow your sales. You can use it to grow your revenue if you have the strategy in place. But if you dive straight into the tactics, it's often just not going to work. It's not gonna be successful. And then you'll have people looking back and thinking, well, Twitter marketing doesn't work, email marketing doesn't work, social media doesn't work, video doesn't work often it's the fact they haven't got the strategy in place. And I've really enjoyed throughout 2018 helping companies put those simple strategies together. Also in 2018, I've really ramped up my speaking engagements. I used to be a really prolific public speaker back in the big corporate days. There wasn't a week went by where I wasn't hopping on a plane and going somewhere to talk to some audience somewhere. And after I left Big Corporate, set up the consultancy, I sort of got out of the habit of doing public speaking. But it is something that I really, really enjoy. And people who see me speak are kind enough to tell me that they really enjoy my presentations. So I decided that 2018 would be the year that I got back out there and I have got back out there. In fact, I've got right out of the UK most of the time. I started the year off speaking at Panacea Advisors Conference. That was in London. That was a nice little event, and we talked again about how to put together simple marketing strategies that engage customers rather than enrage customers, and actually doing that little speech for Panacea sowed the seeds for the speech that ultimately I gave at Upreneur Summit just last November, and that was all about engaging rather than enraging, And, and that gave birth to the John the Wine Man talk. So Panacea, that was back in February. In June, I flew over to Serbia. What an amazing country Serbia is. Belgrade, absolutely beautiful city. That fortress on the hill was absolutely magnificent. The Content Experience Conference, that was where I delivered my fighting complexity in marketing talk for the first time in 2018. This talk is now affectionately known by people who've seen it as the cat sat on the mat talk, and people are actually asking for me to do this talk by that name. Can you do the cat sat on the mat talk, Roger, please? So I've obviously... I've obviously created something that resonates with the audiences that see this particular speech. Next up was Romania. I flew over to Bucharest for the IM World Conference. That was the cat sat on the mat again. And then to forum media in the Czech Republic. That gave me the opportunity to visit the most amazing city, Prague. Wow, what a destination that is. One of the most beautiful cities I have ever ever travelled to. I was just walking around with my jaw dropping most of the time. The architecture, the buildings, the beer, the coffee, everything about Prague. Absolutely loved it back to the United Kingdom for the Upreneur Conference, and this was where I debuted my, this is where I debuted the engage, don't enrage speech, and that included the John the Wineman story, that included me standing up on stage with a big bucket of squidgy balls, chucking them into the audience, and yeah, you sort of had to be there to understand what it was all about. And finally, over to Skopje in Macedonia for the all-web conference. And that was another outing for the Cat Sat on the Mat talk. Interspersed amongst all of these conferences, I have been also doing a few corporate gigs. Now, you're not going to see these advertised anywhere, but I'm sort of doing the same talk, the Cat Sat on the Mat talk, to internal audiences in big corporates. And do you know what? It was quite... Nerve wracking the first time I did the cat sat on the mat talk for a corporate audience because, in reality, the cat sat on the mat talk does take the piss out of corporates quite a bit. It takes the piss out of their bureaucracy. It takes the piss out of the management speak they use. It takes the piss out of the jargon they use. And the just the, the mumbo-jumbo and the muppetry that you often see in big corporates. But you know what? Again, the message resonated with them. And you can see them sat there agreeing with everything you say. So absolutely delighted with the way my speaking career has um, resurrected itself i guess is the way you could put it so if you're interested in having me speak at your event the two keynote speeches that i offer is the fighting complexity and marketing talk that's known as the cat sat on the mat talk or the newer one the engage don't enrage talk that's the one with the john the wineman story more than happy to deliver either of those speeches at your event next year in 2019 Or, of course, if you're looking for something a bit more bespoke, then I can talk to you about that. In fact, I'd be delighted to sit down with you over Zoom, over Skype, and talk about what you need. I've also run several workshops over the year, again, looking at simple marketing plans, simple marketing strategy, even social media training. There are corporates out there that still want people to help them get to grips with Twitter, get to grips with LinkedIn, and I can help but I will always ask you the strategy question first. So enough about me. What about the Marketing and Finance podcast? Again, it's been a great year for the Marketing and Finance podcast. I've had some fantastic guests. And of course, I've also done quite a few solo episodes as well. And I've really enjoyed interspersing the interviews and those solo shows. The solo shows allow me to get into a little bit more detail about an aspect of marketing. And I really do like digging deep into the idea of simplicity into the idea of strategy and hopefully trying to put it across in an easy to understand and easy to action way thinking about the purely finance orientated episodes for a moment. one of the things that everybody says about u k financial services is it's not really an industry that appeals either to young people or to women and I'm not actually sure that's true anymore because I've had some great guests on the Marketing and Finance podcast this year, young people and women who are absolutely passionate about financial services. I started the year off talking to Debbie Bolton from AIG Life. That was in episode 158. Debbie talked about underwriting. Now, again, a lot of people think, well, underwriting is really quite dull, but there's been lots of advancements in underwriting, lots of technological advancements, and it's now a lot easier for people to apply for things like life insurance and critical illness cover. And it was great to have Debbie on the show to talk about what AIG Life have been doing to make. Make things easier for the customers i also talked to molly burge from futureproof now molly's a young 20 something and she is absolutely passionate about financial services and it was really really good to talk to her and listen to her stories about how she engages with her customers and how she explains to them the rather complicated products that are on offer, but how she manages to put those explanations across in a really simple and easy to understand way. Molly's interview was an absolute delight and she went on to win the Young Achiever Award at the Protection Review Awards dinner um, last July. So I was absolutely delighted to see Molly win that award. Two other young females who have appeared on the Marketing and Finance podcast, Bella Williams back in episode 188, and Gwen Mers quite recently in episode 193. Both young women who have developed a passion for financial services, and they've taken that passion and turned it into a website. Bella's website is called The Fierce Girl's Guide to Finance. I absolutely love that that title, and Gwen's running the Fiery Millennials website. Both of these websites dedicated to making financial services interesting and understandable, primarily to young people, but also there is that female bent to this as well. And anything that gets more young people and more females into the financial services industry has got to be a good thing. I also interviewed a couple of people who absolutely agree with my viewpoint that you can't dive straight into tactics before you've got the strategy. And Steve Miller, who was on episode 185, he's written a great book called Uncopyable. Again, very important to work out who your customer is, what your customer's problem is, and how you're going to solve their problem better and different to everybody else. Align those answers to those questions with a goal and you've got the strategy that you need to then go away and start to work on your tactics. Steve Miller, great interview. Go and have a listen to it if you haven't already done so. And similarly, John Covey, he was back in episode 183. He talked to us a lot more about the goal part of strategy, setting the goals. Is there an alternative to smart objectives? Now, crikey, smart objectives used to drive me insane when I used to work in big corporates, but I do understand the need to have a goal. We made goal setting a little bit more interesting. So John Covey, episode 183. Once you get into the tactics, once you've got your strategy, once you know your product and service, you've identified your customer and you've set your goal, one of the tactics you might want to employ within your marketing arsenal is video. And two of the best interviews that I did this year, first of all, Ben Amos, he was back in episode 159. He gave us lots of insights in how to put together a video marketing strategy, and also how to then take that into a production plan. And Ben from Australia gave us some really, really good insights in how to make the most of video. And one of the most important things that he said was you don't need snazzy cameras and snazzy lenses and lots of lighting rigs and microphones. You can get away with just using your iPhone and probably a decent microphone, but iPhone nonetheless. The iPhone can take 4K quality video, so give them decent content and they'll forgive you a little bit of camera shake. Also talking about video was Nicole Osborne. She came on the show back in episode 180. I've known Nicole now for a couple of years, met her at the first Jupiter Summit. Nicole's from Germany and again an absolute passionate advocate for using video. She's also pretty hot on LinkedIn as well. She knows how to get engagement on LinkedIn. So she gave us a Again, another raft of really useful tips on how to get video into your marketing plan. So I really would recommend go back, listen to Ben, episode 159, and listen to Nicole, episode 180. And of course, there were plenty of shows where it was just me and the mic talking about my favourite subject. Here are a few of my real favourites. Episode 154, marketing isn't just about communications. Episode 170, how to decide if social media is essential to your marketing. Episode 177, building a marketing strategy without using the word strategy. And episode 181, annoying marketing that makes your blood boil. And I'll include links to all those episodes I've mentioned in the show notes for this podcast, which you can find at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash M-A-F. That's rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash M-A-F. So another good year for the Marketing and Finance podcast. But now I just want to have a think about the future of the Marketing and Finance podcast. I'm rapidly approaching episode 200, and obviously I need to think of something to do to celebrate that milestone. I haven't quite got there yet. Probably have to be a super-duper interview with somebody really famous. Who do you think that might be? Who do you think it should be? Who would you like to hear me interview in episode 200? Or should I do something completely different for episode 200? Do please get in touch and let me know. So when I started the Marketing and Finance podcast, and it's been going for over four years now, when I started the Marketing and Finance podcast, those of you who are with me from the start will remember it was called the Marketing Protection and Finance Podcast, or the MPAF Podcast, as some people called it. And the original idea was this is a podcast about how to market protection and finance. Protection being things like life insurance, critical illness cover, income protection, rather than condoms and that sort of thing. But it was a podcast about how to market those products and financial services products in general. Probably as I got towards the episode 70 or 80 mark, I realised I was doing quite a lot of episodes which were actually just about marketing on its own. It wasn't necessarily about marketing financial services, and there was increasingly fewer episodes about marketing protection. In, In reality, there's not a great deal you can say about marketing protection once you've said it. So I did pivot the podcast around about episode 70 and definitely when we hit episode 100. That's when I changed the name to the Marketing and Finance podcast. And the pivot was quite simple. Instead of a podcast about how to market financial services, it became a podcast about marketing and financial services. So that meant I could do episodes which were just about marketing. That meant I could do episodes which were just about finance. Or, of course, I could still do episodes about marketing finance itself. Now I find myself thinking, where do I go after episode 200? And I have to admit, I have thought about just stopping. Is 200 a milestone that I just want to get to and say, right, I've done that, it's time to move on to something else? Would that mean closing the podcast down completely? Would it mean a complete revamp? Maybe a relaunch? It would still be on this channel, all the episodes would still be available, but maybe I reinvigorate and relaunch the show? Or shall I just carry on doing what I'm doing, mixing up interview shows with solo shows where I talk about keeping marketing simple, or I have a guest who talks about finance, or I have a guest who talks about marketing, or I have a guest who talks about presentation skills, whatever it might be. I'd really love it if you'd help me with this. Drop me an email, hit me up on Twitter, give me some feedback on where you think the podcast should go. Should I stop it? Should I completely revamp the format, come up with something completely different? Should it simply be a podcast about keeping marketing simple? I do have it in my mind that there are a hell of a lot of just marketing podcasts out there. So I certainly don't want to be just another marketing podcast amongst many marketing podcasts. Or do I carry on along the lines that we've been going? Interview shows and solo shows. Let me know. Get in touch. And give me some ideas about what you'd like to hear about and the guests you'd like me to interview. What are the burning issues that you think should be covered on the Marketing and Finance podcast? I'm really looking forward to getting your feedback. And then over the Christmas period, I'm going to distill those ideas, have a really good think about it, and I'll come back in the new year and tell you where the podcast's going to go. I've already got enough guests already recorded and in the bag for probably about another 15 episodes, so it's not going anywhere just yet, but I really do think that the 200th edition is going to be something that just focuses my mind of the Marketing and Finance podcast, and I'd love you to be part of that thinking. I hope you enjoyed that little canter through what's been happening in 2018. I'm going to have a couple of weeks off now. Just need to recharge the batteries over Christmas and come back storming in in the new year. So thank you for listening to the Marketing and Finance podcast. And let me wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to the Marketing and Finance podcast. Do please look at the show notes at rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash MAF for links to the apps and topics and books we discussed. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Simply visit rogeredwards.co.uk forward slash iTunes and leave a review. I'll catch you on the next episode. In the meantime, keep marketing your business to keep growing your business.